The Emotionally Uncomfortable Podcast is going live. Yes, you heard that correct. You can come ask your questions and get free live coaching. I'm going to be talking about all things attracting profit and parenting, which if you've been around for a while, profit equals time flexibility, emotional freedom, and all things money and wealth building. And of course, parenting. Come ask about why your kids do what they do, how to motivate your teens, and how you can become the adults they need. And the cool side effect is you can apply these principles to other relationships in your life, like your marriage, team building, and even your own parents. Head on over to heatherchauvin.com forward slash live to check out the next live podcast recording dates and topics. That's heatherchauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N.com forward slash live, L-I-V-E. See you there. Okay, here we are. Um, Today, I am sharing a podcast all about parenting, parenting, mental health, and something near and dear to um, my mission, but also um, just like making the world a better place. And I also wanted to share that, you know, Emotionally Uncomfortable has been in growth mode. Um, We have had tremendous, expansive growth on the podcast. And there have been two conversations that I have been wanting to have in a more intimate, strategic, and focused manner. And one of those conversations is about business, women in business, and attracting profit in your business. And so for those of you who are aware, I have a private podcast as well. It's called Emotionally Uncomfortable Attracting Profit. And you can go to heatherchauvin.com forward slash profit. And the second conversation that is near and dear to my heart that I've been wanting to have more intimately is about parenting. And specifically about raising teens, because my children are now 10, 13, and 18. And so I'm transitioning into a different kind of season in my own mothering journey, but also a child development journey. And I have been talking about parenting for a very long time, 14 years, and everything has evolved, right? Um, And also culture has evolved since then as well. So the intimate conversations about parenting are going to be happening at Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N.com forward slash parenting. This is a private podcast. It's called Emotionally Uncomfortable Parenting. Um, And I'm going to be answering your questions. We're going to be doing some live coaching. And so I really encourage you to go over there and subscribe to that podcast itself because, yeah, I'm going to be taking... um, Q&A from the listeners, from all of you, and it's going to be more um, impact and community driven where emotionally uncomfortable, I'm doing interviews and um, it's, you know, emotionally uncomfortable itself is about all areas of our lives and how we can grow to become our best selves. So, but today I wanted to share kind of episode number one with you here on the podcast. And there's going to be other episodes as well when you go opt in that are not going to be shared on the main podcast. But today I wanted to talk about um, 
why I pulled my son out of school, high school for his mental health. And I think this is a really, really important conversation because most of you know that I am very um, into and an advocate for mental and emotional well-being for children and humans in general. And I think too often we're having the conversation about mental health as like a box that we need to check or some five-minute mindfulness that we need to do. Um, I actually see it in my clients and, you know, women who come to me and men who come to me as well, that it's just not a priority for people. People don't actually value health in general. Like culturally, we don't value health and mental health is just as important as physical health um, and emotional well-being. And there's so many like there's so much stigma around it and also systematic stuff as well. So I'm like, all right, no one's having this conversation or at least they're not having it loud enough. So I'm going to contribute to the conversation because I think it needs to be had. It's going to save lives and it's going to change families. So COVID, um, for many of you who are raising teens and children in general, have seen a huge uh, decline in your child's mental health or well-being or some type of shift. Maybe it was for the better. But um, I've been getting lots of questions, lots of comments from people talking about how their child is struggling. Um, also pair that with, you know, screen use, electronic use. We have all kind of gone within, but a little too much, not in a healthy fashion. And we've disconnected ourselves from the world. Um, from other people, right? We're connected virtually, but we're uh, disconnected from each other. And so when I ask people, how do you want to feel in your parenting? One of the number one things that people say to me is connection. But then what gets in the way, because remember, parenting is a relationship. But one of the things that gets in the way is if we want to feel connection, and yet here we are, angry, frustrated, yelling, and projecting onto the child, we are expecting that other person to know how to emotionally regulate. We are expecting that other human, child, teen, whatever, young adult, to know how to shift their emotional state. And odds are that you don't even know how to shift your own emotional state because most adults do not have this skill, which is why this is something that I teach. And so if you don't know how to change your own emotional state, how do you expect a teen to do the same? So what do we do? We start to parent from this place of fear. We start to parent from this place of insecurity. We start to project our inner dialogue or our inner fears onto these people that we love because we actually want the best for them, but we don't know how to parent in a connected way that is like from human spirit to human spirit. So I noticed a huge decline in my son's um, mental and emotional well-being in the last few years. And I also have just as a disclaimer, I got his permission to post this. And so, of course, I'm not telling the whole story. Um, but when you are raising a child who has any type of neurodiversity, um, a child in general, we all have brains. Everyone's brain works differently. And it's really about understanding how your child's brain works. So parenting is personal growth on steroids. And to be honest, it never stops. It never stops. It never goes away. I think find the older the child gets, 
the more emotional the problems become. So when your child is smaller, you have a lot more control over them. You have control over what they wear, what they eat, what time they go to bed, uh, who they hang out with, where they are physically all the time. As a child gets older, you have less and less control. And that has been one of my biggest learnings the last few years is not only is it as do you deal with the own motherhood grief of your child growing up and leaving, right, the nest, but you also are trying to figure out this human who is trying to figure out who they are for the first time in their life. And your relationship dynamic changes. So remember, going back to how you want to feel in your parenting journey, in your relationship with your child. So to make a very long story short, um, in the last few years, my son has steadily declined in wanting to attend school. And traditionally, what do we say, right? We say, go to school. You need to go to school. You need to go to school. School is important. School is important. And I found myself saying over and over and over again to the school because they wanted to have these endless meetings over and over again. And I believe the definition of insanity is trying to do the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And so me being me, I was having these meetings and I was starting to get angry and resentful at administration because you could feel the red tape. You could feel the limitations that they had. It's not their fault, but that they had to improve my son's situation. And so I took matters into my own hands. And I remember repeatedly saying to them, I don't care if your assignments are incomplete. What I care about is keeping my child alive. Let me repeat that again. I don't care about your attendance. I don't care about your assignments. I don't care if your shit is not done. What I care about is keeping my child alive. And the feedback that I was getting, the response that I was getting was, okay, thank you, Ms. Chauvin. That was it. No support. No, um, no conversation shift, maybe a referral that ended up going nowhere with some shitty ass resources. And it started to get me thinking that what would I do? What would I tell a client? And what, what makes me emotionally uncomfortable? And what made me emotionally uncomfortable was going outside of the parenting mainstream box and doing things differently. So I looked at my son and I thought, he doesn't enjoy education. Like it's just not his thing. The way that he is being taught is not aligned with who he wants to be, right? So if I keep beating into him, come on, get up. You got to go to school. You got to go to school. What's going to happen? Our relationships becomes disconnected right? Our relationship becomes disconnected. So I start asking myself, but I want to feel connected. So I start asking myself, why? What is going on deeper in this, in this behavior, right? Behavior is a language. I say it all the time. What is going on in this behavior? And you also have to realize that when you're trying to analyze somebody else's behavior, that person may not know what's going on. So you can't ask them what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong? Because if they knew what's wrong and they knew how to fix it, they would 100% go do that. So what I started noticing is, you know, 
if it's, if life is not enjoyable, you are not going to bring this energy to it. You're not going to be like, oh my God, I feel fully alive. This is amazing. And I started to realize that there's no passion here. There's no joy. It has been sucked out of the educational system. We know this for decades. He's mentally opted out. And I thought, okay, this isn't working anymore. So let's just pull you out of school. And I encouraged my son to get a full-time job. And he will finish high school um, online on his own time, may take another semester or who knows, but here's the point. It has been a month now or almost a month of him being pulled out of the school system. And I have seen him come back to life. I have seen him come back to life. And I asked him over and over and over again. At first, he was very resistant, right? Because you have to remember, you're being, you're pulling yourself out of your ecosystem, the ecosystem that is your friends, your colleagues, like all of that. Uh, well, colleagues wise, but you get what I'm saying, your friends. And you're doing something different. So there's going to be fear of judgment. There's going to be fear of, you know, you failed, whatever. But how often are we living our lives because we think that's what we're supposed to do? My number one goal for my children is for them to feel safe, for them to feel loved, and for their mental health to be as solid and strong as it can be in that season of their life. And I saw absolutely no life-enhancing value of keeping him in an institution and a system that was slowly killing him. Now, how many of you went to school, got post-secondary education, got the job because that's what you were told to do? And how many of you ask yourself, what's my purpose? Where do I find fulfillment? How do I feel alive? And I literally work with women on a daily basis and I ask them, what is holding you back from doing something different? Yes, it's fear of uncertainty and security because our brain is designed to keep us safe. But as a culture and as this like collective humans, we don't like to leave the pack because if you leave the pack and you leave the mainstream conversation, you are considered an outsider, like on a primal level. Like when you look at animals and they do that, they're actually pushed out of the pack. So if as human beings, our desire is belonging And then we're purposely taking ourselves out of a circle or out of an institution because we're like, my soul does not belong here, but there's like a primal part of me that wants to belong here. How is that serving you long-term? So it was quite the journey to get here and the journey is definitely not complete, but 
watching my son not able to get out of bed in the morning and not really seeing a reason to get out of bed to infusing at a basic level a sense of purpose and a sense of his why, not my why as a mother. Now, let me repeat that. His why, not my why. How often, and don't say you don't do this because I work with people on the daily for this. How often are you projecting your own fears and insecurities onto your children and strong arming them into doing something that they actually don't want to do, but they don't want to disappoint you? Remember, our children are also a part of the tribe. They are a part of our family unit. And if the primal instinct is belonging and your child decides they want to do something different and you don't approve of it or you don't know how to manage your own big emotions around it, so them leaving triggers you, remember, your child is trying to seek fulfillment. Your child is trying to seek alignment. Most humans want to survive. And what I mean by that is our brain is actually designed to keep us safe, but not everything that we do as a coping strategy is healthy. And so when I was watching my son start to use sleep as his way of hiding and like his nervous system going into shutdown mode, right? Um, which ironically was my exact coping strategy when I was his age. So then we got to work through our own shit. I knew that there was something missing for him. There was a why for getting out of bed in the morning. And the traditional educational system just wasn't that. And we live in a time where there's so many alternatives to doing things differently that when you actually just get outside of your comfort zone and start asking yourself, how can we do this differently? Yes, you're going to be judged. Yes, there's going to be um, many ways as to how to do this. And you might not know the answer, but you will watch your children come back to life. So I wanted to share this with you today. If anyone is struggling with their children, understanding their big emotions, their teens, how to get them motivated. It's one of the biggest questions I get. Um, I have been doing a lot of inner work. If you ask anybody who's been in my inner circle, um, this level has been personal growth on steroids. And I don't think I would have been able to make it through the way that I have if I haven't been practicing what I preach, because this isn't just about the child. It's about us and our relationship with our children and being their quote unquote spiritual guides, right? Being their guides throughout this lifetime. And so it's been about leadership and who I needed to become in order to uh, guide my son through this time. So I want you to take away from this, asking yourself, where am I pushing, right? Where am I, where am I trying to fit a square peg in a round hole? Where am I trying to put my child in something that just doesn't fit for them anymore? Something that they've outgrown. 
And I was also reminded over and over again, because I definitely didn't go at this journey alone. I reached out to friends and colleagues and I hired support and, you know, went to therapy and did all the things. And yes, I'm educated. Yes, I wrote a book, but you don't do this alone. And I know that when I feel stuck because I am a human, you hire support, you reach out, you ask friends. And this is how we co-create and make magic happen together. And I was, I was reminded over and over again, Heather, you live an unconditional life. You have literally constructed your life to live in alignment with how you want to feel. Your children are watching you live unconventionally and therefore they are going to outgrow the systems that no longer serve them. And so sometimes I think our children teach us to feel our deepest fears and to face them um, just so that we can grow along with them. So I want to hear from you. Uh, Something else that I am starting is... uh, like almost like a text message, but not a text message. I would love to hear from you. What was your biggest takeaway from this conversation? Head on over to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N.com forward slash chat. You can send me a video chat. You can send me a text message. Um, What was your biggest takeaway? What are you challenged with, with your teen or children? And what have you tried and what haven't you tried? Let's continue the conversation and make magic happen so we can support our kids and becoming their best selves. That's how we're going to change the world. Are you tired of being tired? Stop just surviving and find out exactly where to focus your energy and attention. I'm going to give you access to realistic tools to confidently manage your energy, emotions, and impact. Head on over to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N dot com forward slash life quiz and take the aligned life quiz today. It's free. And not only am I going to show you which pillar to focus on of inner leadership. Do you need to focus on managing your energy and time? Do you need to focus on boundaries, getting a deeper sense of purpose in your life or your emotional triggers? And are you living in a state of survival mode, momentum, thrival, or abundance? This two minute quiz will show you how and where to focus your energy and attention. So instead of feeling like you're playing whack-a-mole all over and overwhelmed with where to start, I'm going to show you how. Head on over to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N.com forward slash life quiz. I left the corporate world while I was with Heather and I started a marketing consulting business and I actually just started a coaching business helping out parents who are stuck and don't know who they are anymore and uh, helping them discover who they are. Before I met Heather, I was struggling with my parenting and I really thought it was just my parenting that was the problem, but it was in all aspects of life from parenting to career, to relationships, to home and even money. And when I found Heather, um, her podcast, it just hit home. Like there was a few podcast episodes that just triggered me to go ahead and apply and slowly things started to unravel and just 
grow and I started seeing a little bit of light here and a little bit light there and everything just started to blossom and become lighter and I found the old cat again. During the course and working with her, the magic that happened was I stopped yelling at my kids. I started taking care of myself. Um, I started valuing the relationships that I had with my husband, um, my coworkers, and friends more. I started seeing the positive in life instead of always looking at the glass half full. And post all this work, she just put the little bug in me that said, Hey, Kat, you can actually share this and you have a story and you have the ability to lead. And I'm just having a fun time sharing all the learnings. And I just feel like everyone in the world needs to hear what Heather has been saying in their own way. And so to allow other grads and other people who worked with her to share the message is key. I sometimes joke that I wish I taught people how to make green smoothies for a living, but I know I'm doing that because I'm trying to run away from what brings me joy. And what brings me joy is helping women and men, families in general, and children feel alive. And sometimes that journey to feeling alive is painful. It's emotionally uncomfortable and it's not always easy. This is why I created the Aligned Life Quiz. So if you're tired of being tired, you want to stop just surviving, and you want to find out exactly where to focus and access realistic tools to confidently manage your energy, emotions, and impact, you can head on over to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N dot com forward slash life quiz. It takes you two minutes and it's going to show you. I call them internal leadership skills. Where do you need to focus your energy and attention for the quickest results? And also, which phase are you living in? So head on over to heatherchauvin.com forward slash life quiz to take the aligned life quiz right now. If you're ready to stop just surviving and you want to start thriving, but you don't know how to manage it all, go there. It will take you two minutes and it will change your life. I also on the inside show you which podcast episodes to listen to based on your quiz results. HeatherChauvin.com forward slash life, L-I-F-E quiz. 